Uh, hi, this is Lewis Black, and you're listening to The Green Room with Sean Green. That's why it's called Green Room, you idiots. What were they listening to? Yeah, I'm glad you asked, little buddy. 24-7 You're so funny. Comedy Radio. Why can't they just be crazy? Crazy, crazy. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Click the Amazon link on SeanTGreen.com to support The Green Room today. And now, live from Silver Lake, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to the green room. We're doing it live here on SeanTGreen.com, presented by our good friends over at 247comedy.com. Make sure you check out uh, their website there. They got a plethora of AMFM affiliates, and they are a uh, number one comedy channel on the iHeartRadio app, so make sure you check all that good stuff out. And like Logan said, we're brought to you by Amazon. And I know what you're thinking. Hey, I need the perfect gift for a dad or grad. Well, what do you do? You go to SeanTGreen.com, hit the Amazon banner. Pretty easy. You can even bookmark it to come back whenever you want to get that uh, perfect gift for a dad or grad. Power tools, you know, in case your dad likes power tools, which most dads like power tools. Speaking of power, one of the uh, more powerful men in show business, my left-hand man, Mr. Logan Lysico. Logan, what's going down, man? Happy dad and grad month. You know it, Dad and Grad Month. It is uh, popping off. Dads and grads getting gifts, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a good time for all. It's getting warm here in uh, Silver Lake, and uh, it's a rad time. It's a rad time for dads and grads. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, d- dads get lumped in with the grads, even if you're not graduating. You're probably a dad, so it's it's kind of like one or the other. Either you're graduating, you're a grad, or you're probably a dad. You probably knocked up a chick early on. You didn't graduate high school, or at least took you a while to get through college. So either way, time for celebration. Yeah, not so bad. <laughs> one way or the other, you're coming out on top. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to welcome on our guest, Miss Shannon Hatch. What's happening, Shannon? Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm great. That's... I just I just got through a DUI checkpoint. I know you yeah, were saying that. that. Congra- I was completely sober, but still. Congratulations! <laughs> you were really <laughs> happy you. about it. I know. It were, does... they, did, were they suspecting that you were drunk? And Look were at like... me. Yeah, no, I think I think so. Yeah, no, he asked me a ton of questions. Oh wow. Yeah. What kind of uh, walk us through your DUI checkpoint experience? Uh, all right, I am told to pull to the side, which I do along with several other vehicles. And he walks up to the car and he says, hey, I'm looking to check IDs and and just, you know, talk to you, see what's going on. Where are you coming from? And I, and I said... I love how they're always going to trick you up. Oh, buddy. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Jameson Factory, where I was just drinking tons of whiskey. <laughs> and he's like, well, the first thing was, have you had anything to drink tonight? And I said, no, I haven't. And he looked at me and went, well, where are you coming from? Like, the only place I could possibly have been coming from was a bar. Like, there's other... And I went... Actually, sir, I'm coming from a breathing seminar. <laughs> like, goes, All right, so you're which high. I was no, exactly. <laughs> like I was like, I know I'm gonna seem high, but I, I and I kind of did. I didn't say that, but I did sort of. I'm high off life, that. officer. I, I, I did say something along those lines. Which I was like, now I'm really gonna get arrested. Uh, but no, I was like, he's like, don't um, doesn't everyone already know how to breathe? I was like, yes, but that's kind of the Zen approach. Um, he's like, I don't understand. Like, he thought I was lying. He thought I literally just said breathing seminar, and he was like, got her, got nailed her. No one's coming from a breathing seminar. He was interested. 
Yeah, he, like, oh, well, he where was. Do I well, sign up? He certainly was by the time I got through the explanation because I felt <laughs> I had to, like, I owed him way more details oh, so yeah. I could prove that I wasn't drinking at a bar. And, uh, no, he bought it. He totally bought it. I, I came actually from a bar. Uh, no. <laughs> a breathing seminar. <laughs> a breathing came seminar. from a drinking, a living seminar that was held at a bar, which teaches you how to live by drinking tons of alcohol. <laughs> so wait, what actually goes down at a breathing seminar? How do it you, was, how do you get roped into a breathing seminar? You get roped in with a Facebook invite when okay. you haven't seen a friend in a while and you go, you know what? I'm going through a rough time too. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe this will help me. Um, it's, it is weird. You sit in a circle you, uh, on a yoga mat with all strangers, introduce yourself, explain why you're there. I mean, there's some people even crying and they're like, and my life, and it just, <laughs> I feel lost. I'm like, oh no, like I don't want it to get to me because I was just like, uh, I just looking for some change. Um, <laughs> it seemed cool. So wait, uh, you have to, I don't, it's, it's a weird thing to do. Everyone's super into it and like, like super into like life and spirituality. Right. Like, everyone talks. You're just like, ah, I don't know. It sounded cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I felt like the biggest asshole because I wasn't one of them. And I wanted to be like, trust me, in any other situation, you guys are the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, a weird, it's a weird thing to defend why you want to learn how to breathe. Like, uh, I was just here for the breathing. No, I did, it's like, really, I owe everyone an explanation. I don't know why I was there either. Yeah. But it was cool. It was really, really cool. So you it was know, basically today, – Today's a day of openness. You got to tell the cops what's going on. You got to tell us what's going on. I know. Got to open so, up to the class. Now, you, okay, so you just sit around and you're hanging out. You don't just sit around, all okay. right? You also breathe. All right. And you make a contract with the teacher <laughs> that you will breathe as soon as you walk <laughs> into the door until he says, don't breathe anymore. There's a contract. There's a now that uh, I'm assuming it's verbal, right? It's verbal. It's verbal. You're using your brains. It's still a contract, but there was a like famous person there or whatever. Not famous, but you know the chick Marilyn Rice Cub, that comic who's oh, like, 24. Okay. She was yeah, there. She's pretty famous. She's got a, yeah. She was there, and uh, he said something like because he would say to people as they, he was talking to them like, uh, "You're in a contract with me." And he said that to her, he goes, you're in a contract with me. And she seriously didn't understand. She goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> He's like, no, to breathe. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was clear that she's like a working actor. <laughs> she was like, I'm not I didn't sign anything, all right? My representation did not sign off on any of this. I don't know what you're thinking right now. Yeah, she was fully prepared. That is a funny – L.A. is, in general, it's a, a lot of people searching for answers. The majority of the people yeah. are searching for answers and it's like, okay, things are going my way. But once I get a career going in what I want to do, then everything's going to be okay. Then that career uh, doesn't necessarily take off as well as they thought it would. You know, they're Or maybe hang- it does in Maryland Rice Cubs situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe Still it- searching for answers. She's there, guys. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I think it's almost worse for the people who are successful and are still like, ah, I don't quite have life figured out. Maybe I'll eat healthy. Okay, I'm eating healthy. Maybe I should try to do some Zen stuff. Yeah, maybe it's Zen stuff. Oh, spirituality, medical marijuana. Uh, you yeah, know, in a I, way, I felt bad for her. I'm like, you have all your shit together <laughs> and you're here right now. I know. You're at the Silver Lake JCC from 7 to 9 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> But it's funny because you're like, wait, you're making uh, a lot of money. All your problems should be solved. What are you doing? Yeah. This is for people who uh, have problems. Yeah. We need this. <laughs> I know. I'm cut off from unemployment working at a pet store. <laughs> yeah. 
I should be here right now. I need to learn to breathe. Exactly. You can breathe. Yeah, exactly. You're a working actor. I need to, yeah, I need to figure out how to breathe so I don't have a panic attack when I'm selling <laughs> pet food with a college degree and, you know, uh, a comedic ability that's not getting taken advantage of. Exactly. I need, I need to learn how to breathe. I'm the one that needs to breathe. Now, what, um, what are you doing at the pet store? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I would like to say different things. It's almost the exact same thing. Someone comes into the store, which is the size of a closet, tells me that their dog has diarrhea, <laughs> talks to me about the specifics of their dog's diarrhea for about 10 minutes, and then I offer them this pumpkin stuff. Like, it's, uh, that's it. Every single person has the exact same problem, and every time I'm like, that's really interesting. <laughs> Have you tried this pumpkin stuff? <laughs> Do you ever, no, like, uh, cut them off? They start to explain too much. You're like, just take the pumpkin no, stuff, and they're like, they uh, don't care. Green. They don't care about the pumpkin stuff. A lot of times, they don't even take the pumpkin stuff. They just want to talk to someone about their dog. Mm. And because I'm working at a pet food store, they, they I have to listen. They're like, here's someone who has to listen to what I say. The girl behind the counter. And a lot of times it isn't, it's not about their dog. It's about their relationship. The last chick who came in, she was pissed off at her boyfriend because her boyfriend won't let her feed the dog certain foods and blah, 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 blah. So it was really her being passive aggressive about the boyfriend having these issues. Yeah. Tell me my boyfriend's wrong, please. Yeah. No, exactly. Wow. It is funny how you get sucked in when someone's venting like that. Whatever kind of situation, especially if you're in customer service, you end up hearing people vent, like you said, about something that's clearly not the issue that's going on it's funny that you're saying that because i had this uh well this actually a tube of sunscreen you'll see on my desk right over there Mm -hmm. that my mom sent me as part of uh one of my yeah one of my uv mist sprays is one of my uh you know, I get a lot, I get a regular care package from my mom, Aww. and uh, you know, being out on my own in this uh, crazy. And she mixer. knows you're not spending money on sunscreen. No, and Thanks, it is. It thank is, you, Mrs. Green. He wasn't. <laughs> it is a tough sell because you know you're at CVS. You're like, I have nine dollars. I could either get a you know twelve pack of uh, Bud Light Lime or. Okay, first of all, why are you buying Bud Light at CVS? <laughs> Let's back back up a bit. No, that's true. You, have, I, you should be at the breathing seminar. Exactly. I need to relax. Problems. I just go CBS, to CVS. It's way overpriced. <laughs> I go to CVS initially thinking, hey, I need to, I'm a survivor of skin cancer, as that, it's a true statement. I should be getting, um, you know, some good high quality sunscreen. Then I think like, oh, I don't need the sunscreen. Whatever. My mom sends me the sunscreen. I've had this sunscreen for two weeks and it could not, it would not open. And it, the, it would like came preloaded. It, it has like a top on, it's one of these spray bottles and it has, uh, on the top is like a rotating little piece that's clicked in on locked. And for the life of me, I could not get it to go from lock to unlock. And I would try. You should get a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> It, that was not part of it, all right? I gave it to many – I gave it to like six different people where it was just almost like, please try and unlock this. Yeah, just tell me I'm not crazy. Me. Yeah. Trying to push in, out, around, and then just like, okay, I'm putting it away. And then it would just sit there and it's this full bottle of sunscreen just sitting there haunting me in the back of my head. I had I, had, I honestly had a dream where I figured out the sunscreen and I like wow. I tried to write it down, but like it didn't. It didn't make sense. And then I'm like, I was, I wasn't working the other day. I was working from home and I'm sitting there reading over the bottle of the sunscreen just cause I was like trying to. Yeah. There's gotta be a, 
you got to you got to know your opponent, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. So I'm reading over. First off, it's hilarious. There's a my favorite warning on the sunscreen is uh it says warning for external use only. So I got a good chuckle out of that. Just the idea of <laughs> someone I don't know what Like you, maybe I can drink this and it'll seep yeah. into the skin. This See, way. now I just assumed it was some sort of uh sexual lubrication thing. I didn't even <laughs> Your brain would go there. Wow. I wasn't even thinking that. Um so I was looking at that, got a good laugh at that, and I kept scrolling down and said, questions or comments, call this 1-800 number. I'm like, uh, I'm not better than this. So I picked up the phone. Called, no! Yeah, no, I called the... You did not. Yes, I called the sunscreen hotline, and first off, they, you know, they pick up, hey, is this a question or a comment? First of all, they're pissed as shit because they never get phone calls you're oh, probably no. the first phone call they've gotten in weeks they've been sitting around tanning <laughs> looking beautiful uh, yeah. and it's one of those things like literally they picked up on the first ring i've never called a 1-800 customer service number and had it pick up that yeah, no quick. you didn't have to go through a hit one for no if, if the lock is it's not no. <laughs> two of you've ingested it and, well and i convinced myself this is just broken but, you know, just call the 1-800 number and make sure that it's – make sure they that – They have to know, like, the only people who call that number are either retarded <laughs> or high. Yeah, exactly. Or 90 That's years it. old. And I was neither at the time. Um, you well, possibly. Well, I was possibly retarded. <laughs> but I called and uh, for, <laughs> you, there's a decent – uh, lengthy questionnaire. All right. Name, address. I, I don't, phone number, email address. I, I refuse to give them my date of birth. And then, uh, <laughs> I was like, you're not getting on my list, sunscreen or whatever. What, I don't know what you're doing with that data. And then, um, she goes, okay. So, uh, you know, model number, all these different things. Well, first off, hold on. I got it. There, she asks you what kind of sunscreen you have on here. And there's literally 12, it's set, I, I couldn't even really figure out what kind of sunscreen it is, cause it just says, clear, ultra moist, new banana boat, sport performance, cool zone, instantly cool and refreshes. You, like it has. No wonder it won't open. It there's doesn't too much have inside. one particular name. So I'm sitting there and she's like, well, what's the problem? I go, well, you wouldn't believe this, but the top is locked and I just, and as soon as I start talking to her, I go, you know what? It, it just got unlocked. Uh. <laughs> I was on there for, I was on the phone for like 10 minutes and she oh just starts, oh my God. She just starts laughing. You can tell it's, it's this chick. It's happened before. Well, you can tell it's like a chick from Jamaica who just finds it hilarious that us white folks are, she seemed <laughs> to have a little bit of an accent. So she's probably just finds it hilarious that, oh, white folks in their, uh, lack of melody. And they need sunscreen. So <laughs> she's getting a good kick out of that. And then literally as we were starting the consultation on how to undo the sunscreen bottle, opened up. And uh yeah. Well, maybe that's all it took. Maybe you needed to reach out. That but I was doing the exact and now I feel crazy because I was doing the exact same thing. I didn't do anything different. Well, something you did something different. No, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I didn't do anything different. You sound like that goddamn sunscreen lady. <laughs> Drive me crazy. Um, you were talking about uh, getting through the DUI checkpoint. Yes. And I had a uh, unfortunate run-in with a DUI a little while back. And I was watching TMZ. You're familiar with the uh, John Travolta story, right? Of course. I was watching TMZ and they go, 
All right, uh, we're going to go live to uh, the attorney representing one of the masseuses that were uh, suing. The two different masseuses. Um, I don't masseurs, know. Masseur, is that? Okay. <laughs> two different masseurs, uh, male masseurs. It's cacti. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of people are familiar with the story, but basically they claim that John Travolta was basically going, hey, give me – I'll be giving you $200 for a hand job, and then I'm going to give you a blow job, basically kind of coercing them into sex. Mm-hmm. They claim, no, I don't want that. Instead, I want $10 million, so they're suing him for sexual assault. Anyway, I'm watching TMZ, and believe it or not, I was like, whoa, I know that guy. And it's my DUI attorney. The DUI attorney that represented me in my DUI case is representing these guys. You're kidding. <laughs> what? Well, he, he didn't get you off and he's no. going to get money for these guys. <laughs> no, no, no one got off. Not John Travolta, <laughs> not these guys trying to get the lawsuit. Not you. Yeah, not me. And then I'm, and hindsight, I'm thinking about like, wow, maybe the guy would have paid a little more attention to my case if I somehow threw in, Oh, hey, Tom Cruise also wanted to try to hook up with me. I forgot to mention that. But, the, you know, the guy paints himself as like, oh, I'm a toxicology uh, DUI expert. He never mentioned, yeah, I also take hand job cases on the side. Never, yeah. never came up That's as part of his. That's not even the same type of <laughs> no, case. Not, there's nothing. He's not even on the criminal justice side. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's totally a different caseload. Well, whatever. And, uh, he was on TMZ because I guess he was the original attorney. And then the guy ended up, uh, my uh, DUI attorney was complaining that Gloria Aldred, uh, you know, famed, basically, uh, you know, kind of just this, and I don't use this term often, but just world-class cunt yeah. of just like represents the worst the people. The worst dregs of society. Yeah. And the, she will money. be, oh, she yeah. will be eventually representing the people in hell. The people in hell. I was even thinking the family of the, uh, bum who cannibalized that other man's face. Absolutely. She'll be representing the canna- yes. c- cannibal guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he she- was hungry. goddammit. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> what the real problem is is that the people of Dade County aren't giving enough food yeah, to his- these men in their homeless shelters. And his face looked delicious. You shouldn't have a delicious looking face. <laughs> I've not heard about this. Is this huge news this week? Oh, oh my yeah, God. Logan, Logan's get with it. Logan's delightfully out of the news cycle. That's which the, is, well, that's which the is part only of the news appeal. I heard this week how do you not hear that someone's face got eaten i mean I that's know. the biggest news it's bigger than osama getting killed like that's huge you know what i vaguely remember someone mentioning it now yeah <laughs> now logan you don't have to pretend like you heard the story obviously you didn't hear the story no, i heard some comedian mention it but i didn't know what he was talking yeah, about yeah it's I like in it was leno's like... monologue it's in everyone's <laughs> monologue every tweet i feel oh, like one man. out of five tweets everything uh how do you log on to yahoo or google without going to the news page and seeing you know something what? about the miami researching about ancient aliens all right it's important <laughs> stuff it's 2012 guys <laughs> All right, Logan. <laughs> um, anyway, for people who uh, – the Logans of the world, uh, this story is <laughs> people who li- literally live in a cave trying to make their – you know, come on, Logan. You're trying to do stuff on the internet. You yeah, have you to – You weren't so busy showering all the time. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and man. napping. Logan, Logan enjoys to take a shower before every single podcast. It's kind of a running gag. I mean, you know, he likes to get Even when the guest is a dude, you yeah. shower up, really? <laughs> no, yeah. Heavy set guy, not, not, does not stop Logan from being nice and fresh and clean for the podcast. All right. So Logan, basically, uh, for you and the, you do know there's not video, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> for you and the three other people who aren't familiar with the story, basically, uh, two homeless guys 
were uh, high on some drugs. Um, one one story was saying it was LSD. Another story now it's now it sounds like it's bath salts, which is another. They call them bath salts. I don't. I guess they're not actually bath salts, but they kind of look like bath crystals, and it's just you get an crazy intense LSD kind of borderline psychosis high. And um, this yeah, this uh, guy just. I don't know how it exactly went down, but basically attacked this other bum, started eating his face off, like literally ate his face off, just ate all of his face except the guy's goatee. Cops showed up. They were trying to. No like, one wants hair in their teeth. No, <laughs> exactly. It's disgusting. <laughs> that that if this does not sell you on not having a goatee, I don't know what will. Because like <laughs> even a, even a cannibal high out of his mind on bath salts won't eat your goatee. No, thank you. That's got to be a wake up call for a lot of guys out there. Yeah, right? and if there's any real food on that guy's face, it's in the goatee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's some legit. Is a couple pieces of corn cob, whatever. <laughs> So yeah, he just literally ate this guy's face. They ended up, um, uh, they ended. The cops had to shoot him because I guess they they asked him to get off the guy and stop eating his face. Guy refused. He growled at him, and then they fired one shot. He just growled more, and then they just fired like five more shots and killed this guy. Oh my! God. Now, unfortunately, the guy who had his face eaten off lived. I imagine this guy wants to die. I mean, he was. His his family had thought he was dead for 15 years. They thought he was dead. I don't know. I'm assuming it's a drug thing because he was high on bath salts when he got his face eaten off. Uh, which is, uh, you want to talk about bad trips. You're just sitting there. You're thinking, you're like, wow, this stuff's really kicking in. Feels like my face is melting. No, unfortunately, it's your face actually being eaten. But the guy, <laughs> the guy, I mean, I imagine you'd want to die. They actually... I was trying to get, you know, uh, audio about the story or just get like more information on the story. And it's like the pictures are here and I'm like, don't click on it, Sean. No, don't click no. on it. Clicked on it. And it was, it was one of those things where it was so comically not realistic. Like it I was going to say, did it look real? No, or did no. It- like it looked like a Halloween. It basically looked like the Crypt Keeper's oh face, God. except it was all blood red and he's, you know, the eyes were there and then just this weird goatee. Like, it did not look real at all. Which is a testament to Halloween masks, <laughs> exactly. in a way. Like, wow, <laughs> they look more real than we all thought. Um, but yeah, and, and his goatee was just still there. <laughs> Which, uh, that's, that's another thing that I was thinking about. I, you know, I, obviously it's easy to rag on the homeless and like, what's the deal with them not having homes? Or like, oh, I can't believe, you know, you see. Is it, a, is it easy to rag on the homeless? Well, uh, I mean, just, I guess it's easy, but. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're easy punching bags, right? Cause it's like, whoa, why would they do that? Uh, obviously they're mostly crazy, mental problems, drug addicts, whatever. Or you see homeless guys with Starbucks. I saw a homeless guy with Starbucks today. I was kind of like, wow, I wish I could just get Starbucks whenever I wanted. And, but, and. <laughs> That, just the idea that a oh. okay, just because he had a Starbucks cup doesn't mean he <laughs> went to Starbucks. Oh, I he saw was this probably pissing in it. I saw this homeless guy sitting in Starbucks, sitting next to me. He was playing video games on his laptop. I don't have a laptop, and you know, it was just one of those things where homeless. Why do you think he's homeless? <laughs> well, maybe he just got sucked into the world of Warcraft, never came out. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> no, he has a laptop. He's not homeless. That guy was <laughs> not homeless. True. He smelled bad. Well, Do you just think people that smell bad and are dirty are homeless? <laughs> well, no, because I've uh, I've been there myself, Shannon. It's, it's F.I. 
<laughs> but no, I saw him. I Not saw me. him. I shower. Yeah, exactly. Logan takes care of business when the podcast is supposed to be happening. But well, yeah, it's- I saw him go take care of his homeless bindle outside. Hey, the guy was homeless, but this. I mean, just the idea that a homeless guy is still dedicated enough to keep the goatee intact, I think, speaks volumes for. I don't it know what well groomed. <laughs> well, I'm saying it was a legit. They saw I saw a before and after picture, and he did not have any. It was clean enough that it was a discernible goatee. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the goatee popped, yeah. which means you're shaving, Absolutely. but you're shaving around the goatee. That that takes a certain level of weird pride because even if you have a regular beard to keep a regular beard nice, you got to shave around it. You know, get uh, you know, get around your cheeks, do do that whole thing. But even a goatee takes a little bit of work. And I, I was kind of impressed with that guy. So are they t- still friends, these two homeless guys? Uh, well, one's the one- dead. If you were to listen to the story, he was <laughs> no, he's alive. alive. No, he no. was killed by the police. Right. The guy who oh, ate right, right. the other guy's face oh, is bad. dead. Uh, I'm guessing it killed whatever basalt-induced friendship they created. Now, this is uh, – I love the, the media. I mean, the media down in Miami is pretty hilarious because – Of course it was in Florida. Yeah. Ex- I, know. I know. When you said Dade County, I was like, again? Uh-huh. It's like every – there's a, there's always a ton of uh weird stuff going down in Florida but I just I, I just kind of love this uh this is some like local news reporting on it and they just had a couple of lines in here that I really enjoyed. Now at 6 we now know the identity of the man whose face was gnawed off during a struggle on the MacArthur Causeway. Plus we've learned disturbing new information about the past of the man accused in that horrific attack. Could it all have been avoided? <laughs> The victim is a 65-year-old homeless man who may have just been in the wrong place at the wrong time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You think? I love, and I love the uncertainty. Who may have just been at the wrong place at the wrong time. (laughs) It's a breaking story. (laughs) Generally, generally when you're hanging out underneath a bridge doing bath salts, it is the wrong place. Always the wrong place. And always the wrong time. time. Could it all have been avoided? No. No, this was this was an accident destined decades ago. Like of course it could have been avoided. Yeah. It's everything it, could have been avoided. Yeah, I mean, for your face to get eaten off, it takes a series of multitude of bad It's not just yeah. like everything went wrong. Like we think we have bad luck. Like I had a bad day. Everything went wrong. I missed this light. Like, no, a lot of bad things had to happen that day for the magic to really happen. I went into this breathing seminar and it came out, came out with my face eaten up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The people involved. Uh, oh, okay. There was a terrorist attack. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, normally he drops his kids off at 1030. Now he had to drop them off at 11, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But this guy's life is the wrong it's- Place the wrong place at the wrong time there's nothing right about that place yeah when is time. hanging out under that overpass going to be the right place for anyone no it's, it's not never unless <laughs> unless a truck is, is gonna come by with a bunch of free food like I, you're not gonna believe this we're feeding all of you today that's like oh my god i, I was love, in the right place i love how it, it may have all been avoided like yes we realize it wasn't completely inevitable that uh oh of course yeah i mean uh, it's bound to happen. It's homeless guys. Homeless people, they're hungry. There are drugs. At some point, someone's face is going to get eaten. Listen, yeah. it's uh, Yeah, I mean, it's not like people making out at an office Christmas party. Like, there, there is yeah. a – this is a real outlier situation. I've seen a lot of bums living in Los Angeles for the past eight or so years. You see a lot of homeless people. They're not really – just won bum fights. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> you you want to talk about MMA? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, 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 you know, we talk about the UFC. Guys are intense in the ring. Th- this brings a whole nother level to it. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, and it does. Now you can't help but look at uh, homeless people different when you see them. I, I got to be honest. I'm just <laughs> really? like, you look at them people? all different now. It, it, there's something that goes on in the back of my head thinking, wow, that's, that's, I know it's not, I know it's not going to happen again. But probably. You think they could all snap like that. Is that what you're saying? It just, it's in the back of your head when you see someone involved or like a certain community involved in something that crazy, you can't help but have that flash in the back of your head. Now, I know logically that a homeless guy is probably not going to eat my face off, but it does make me... Well, it's only he's going to eat another homeless guy's face off. Your face <laughs> probably doesn't even taste good to him. No, it, it probably doesn't. And I was just thinking, like, I wonder if there's a... You know how the, the some homeless guys, they do that move where they throw out the sign like, hey, why lie? I need a beer. And they just throw out the... A little sign, you're like, oh, it's I quirky. I throw that sign out yeah, you know. when I'm at the bar. Exactly. <laughs> hey, why lie? I need a beer. I, mean, I do it with my eyes, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, to be a woman. It's so easy. You girls have it so easy. Uh, but I'm just thinking, like, I wonder if this is going to create a new wave of signs of, like, hey, why lie? I need some money need to some score bath salts so that I can eventually eat a guy's face off, all right? Let's all be honest. We've all been there. <laughs> Speaking of drugs, Shannon, the last time, well, last time we hung out was at uh, my pool party. But the time before that we hung out was we were simulating uh, people high on ecstasy for a web series. We sure were, yeah. That was a good time. That That was a good time? Yeah, that was pretty fun. We showed up. It was uh, Heather Thompson, Marianne. Cirque? Is that how you Cirque. Cirque? Yes. Um, Her too. Yeah, they they were, uh, they do a web series and they were like, all right, hey guys, uh, I guess the, they had like a a skit of, um, you know, they're playing these girls who want to be models or something and then they're supposed to drug the other models. They make some ecstasy cookies and then we played the crew at this photo shoot, but instead of the other models getting into the cookies, we get into the cookies and then we're supposed to play People high on ecstasy hanging out at this photo shoot. And it was, it's always an interesting day where you're just hanging out. Like I, I was humping the floor. You're just humping <laughs> yeah, inanimate was, objects. It was a very surreal moment. I hadn't seen Shannon in a while. Just like catch it up. Hey, how's it going? Oh, what have you been up to? And then just like action, then just start like grinding, grinding a light. Yeah. <laughs> grinding this movie. really cheap carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting all up on a light. And you're like, wow, this is uh, 25 bucks. Pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling pretty good about things. Hollywood swinging. Hollywood, man. It is uh, it's good times all around. Can't complain. I mean, yeah, you can complain. I do. No, you no. can and you do. Yeah, often. exactly. That's how uh, – I mean, that's the uh, – you know, I've known you for a while doing comedy and – you know, uh, we see certain people that we've known earlier on who are successful, and it's it feels good to mutually agree that they don't deserve their success. Absolutely. <laughs> if we can all agree that no one deserves any of their success. No, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, hate on them. It's, it, you know, people are like, oh, you're just jealous. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's... as a matter of fact, I am. I love how... <laughs> and I... you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buy me a beer. <laughs> uh, good times. 
<laughs> Did you um are you a fan of uh not Kelly Ripa. Oh, Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee and Hoda. I watch Today Show. I okay. sure do sometimes. It is, uh, it's just two fun gals they getting together. They are having a good time. <laughs> they are. They're everyone's mom. Yeah. Yeah, my mom loves that show. Yeah. It's pretty. They're, uh, gross. sucking down some wine like we are. Mm-hmm. Well, we have some wine. Uh, we had a wine and cheese party. Uh, my roommate Carla set up a wine and cheese party. Kind of a classy event, felt a little out of place, but, um, well, and, you know, drinking a fair amount of wine and some cheese. I, um, it was funny because people are just hanging out and I don't know, just something about when you're drinking wine out of a wine glass and like there's easy well, that's listening. That's what it's supposed to come in. Yeah, but right. Okay. I, I know. I, I like to drink Not out, out of a sunscreen <laughs> bottle or anything like you're used to. Exactly. Solo cup. I remember <laughs> my cousin saw me. Uh, put some red wine in a solo cup. He's like, my God, don't do that. I was like, ah, I got, got it from 7-Eleven. Let it breathe. <laughs> yeah, who are we kidding? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were hanging out and then I, you know, just hanging out, having nice conversation in the wine party. Then I called someone a pussy and you could definitely feel like the needle scratching coming up. Like, uh, I was like, whatever. You know, it's the white Zin talking, but it was, uh, I, I would, someone, Someone had said something like, oh, I met Conan O'Brien. He was a really nice guy in person. Uh, you know, it's so nice when you meet a celebrity and they're not a, a huge jerk and whatever. And he's a family man. I'm just like, ah, he's a pussy. I could take him. Just throw, it was yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a wine muscles talking. But yeah, just when, every, when anyone, uh, you know, hypes up a celebrity, I got to take him down a notch. Yeah. I got to be like, hey, listen, I could take Conan O'Brien, all right? And even and though you literally mean in a physical fight, physical fight, yeah, or maybe possibly just a monologue. I like to give him my shit. Yeah, chef. I wasn't sure. Which, okay, so both, you think? Right, exactly. It's a pride thing. I mean, that that's part of uh, being in stand-up comedy. I think is, you know, having that fire in your belly. It's like Rudy. You know, he thought he deserved to be a star <laughs> the entire time. That's what kept him going. And then eventually, he got a shot and he got a sack. I, I mean, I think there is something to that. I swear to God, if any of our careers end up like Rudy's, let's just kill ourselves now. If that's all I have to live for, one sack, one time after years of work. Yep. Like, well, I do get, I do get a lot of advice from an old, uh, black gentleman who does some yard work, you know, comes up to me, explains how things should be and how, you know, if I wasn't five, six, you know, I should, uh, I should appreciate more, you know, I'm five, six, hundred, nothing. I'm about to get a degree from one of the best universities in the world. And, you know, if that's not good enough for me. It'll never be good enough for me. But, uh, that, you know, that's <laughs> not true. I'm five, nine, pretty ripped and, uh, went to Cal State Northridge. <laughs> so couldn't be farther from the truth. <laughs> Anyway, we're getting into uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda talk. Finally. Exactly. Yeah, That's what you guys... What uh, you've all been waiting for. <laughs> some hot Kathy Lee and Hoda talk. Well, Kathy Lee making headlines for this interview with uh, Martin Short. And, well, it, she pretty much explains it all. She's uh, talking to him about his family. And then you'll hear her explanation right after as uh, things apparently uh, did not go as well as she had planned. Latest marriages of anybody yeah. in show business. How mm-hmm. many years now for you guys? We uh, married 36 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're still like in love. Madly in love. Madly wow. In love. Why? 
cute. I'm cute. <laughs> yes, that is true. And you make each other laugh. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you guys, before we go on, I, um, uh, Martin just told me as he was leaving, he said, Kathy, you probably didn't know, but his beautiful, precious wife, Nancy, did pass away <laughs> a year and a half ago uh, of ovarian cancer. And I, I feel so badly, but he said, Kathy, he said at her funeral, Mike Nichols said, just keep the conversation going. And the way he was speaking of her well, he sounded said, like he's, and he's, he said he had one of the great marriages. And at the end, he told you, and, and, he, and he says, I still right. do. I still do. Yeah, I still do. So my apologies oh. to him and his family for not um, realizing that. But um, oh. he's it's still, he's one of the he's, greatest he guys is. ever, he's ever, great ever. Guy. So sorry about that, Jen. It's time for today. And oh, it's, it's time for today. <laughs> like she was just trying to get out. Oh, that is <laughs> that is painful to hear. Oh, my. Well, I mean, not the death, the Kathy Lee part. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, even before you find that out, it's like she, she and it's says, not like why? It was why are you still week? in love? Yeah, I know. She was abrasive about it. It's like, well, and oh, it's. It's one of those things where it's annoying where people interview and, uh, you know, part of their shows, they're just two fun girls and they're just kind of, I mean, she's basically answering her own question. Why are you guys, how do you still make you it make work? Each other because laugh? you laugh. Is it because you make you laugh? And, and what a weird <laughs> thing, because now when he thinks of his wife, I'm sure he ain't laughing. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, they're not, not making each other laugh. Like, no, he not might at still all. love her and all that shit, but like, <laughs> oh, the laughter part's gone. Oh, man. See, oh. that's. That's why you can tell Martin and, Short is, oh my is God, not. And he had to spare her feelings and go, yeah, yeah, we make each other laugh, Kathy. <laughs> we <Yeah>. sure do. <laughs> hey, uh, honey, what was that rib tickler you told the other night? Oh, uh, you've been dead for a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> Good one. That, uh, and that's the thing. Like, if I was. Oh, him- shit, I'm talking to Siri again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's just that her. wasn't you, honey. It's just a picture uh, that's placed next to her urn. Yeah, we still uh, keep her in bed. You know, just keep her memory alive. I see. That's like I know I would just come up with some wisecrack. Like, how do you guys still say married? Well, it's easy when she is dead. Like, what, <laughs> what's the secret to a good marriage? Uh, not having your wife nagging because she died of ovarian cancer. Well, yeah, all right, it's been a year and a half. I think I'd say something. I think I'd have to. Yeah. Well, it's it's a weird move because at first she's kind of like just sucking him in like, oh, you had a great or you got a great I marriage. I thought even in his answer that he was divorced. I'm like, he's clearly not like answering positively, like affirming anything. Yeah. Didn't realize, didn't realize dead. I mean, really, you got to blame the researchers. It's almost like, I don't know if you remember when uh, the re- you Drew Brees. researchers on that show? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. She they're really, up on Wikipedia. I mean, if the, if the hosts are drunk, they're you researchers can only imagine. Or how much is the wine? Yeah, exactly. exactly. $12. Box okay. wine or for the yeah. uh, Tisdale red wine from 7-Eleven. That, that's, uh, that's what I'm drinking right now. As well as Shannon. I don't know if she knows that. But, don't tell um, us. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, a similar thing happened on Oprah where Drew Brees came out, uh, MVP, New Orleans Saints. And he's got this crazy birthmark on his face, like pretty, pretty nice sized chunk, like basically maybe a half dollar on his face. And she comes out, you know, he comes out. She's like, oh my God. Oh, hey, hey, you got something on your face and tries to literally wipe it off. And if I'm Oprah, I'm, I'm going off on someone. Kathy Lee, you really got to do some basic research or at least look over the note card. Oprah, at least, okay, fine, she's not a sports person. I could see her making that thing. And especially if someone has any sort of weird physical ailment, you got to throw that out ahead of time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's Oprah. Someone didn't tell her? And that's the thing. I don't know. 
I mean, I know they do these shows. At the same time, like, don't you just know as a human being, you don't try to wipe off someone's birthmark, too? <laughs> like, shouldn't she know that? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that probably was just instinctual of, like, oh, hey, ba- yeah, hey baby Yeah, people make up things on them all the time. And, and most, and to be honest, most people would just, that, she probably does that on the street to people all the time. And no one, they're like, oh, my God, I just got touched by Oprah. Like, they don't complain. They don't even. Honestly, she's such a god, I'm surprised it didn't just fall off his <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Wouldn't that have been amazing? <laughs> the birthmark just turns into a picture of the Virgin Mother. <laughs> but even that's not as bad as if she had a question about, you know, <laughs> like well, they, she like it was like it wasn't about the wife at all, and then she just started rolling with this thing, and you could tell, oh. like, hey, Kathy Lee, don't get away from the card because the card was like, hey, you got these kids, blah blah blah. Oh, but you guys got a great marriage too because you make each other laugh. I also. <sighs> I also love now this is this is probably just semantics. This is probably just um me picking it apart a little too much, but when when uh she goes, Yeah, Martin told me that you probably don't know <laughs> I would say you definitely don't know. I, I'm I'm saying you definitely don't know my wife is dead. That's why you brought it up. If there's probably <laughs> If it's probably, then you're a huge you, bitch. Yeah, if you did know that, then we've got another another separation. <laughs> uh, but I like, Martin, I like Martin Short no, more than that now, though. I mean, he was being the bigger man and just. Well, I'm not going to embarrass you on live TV. I'm, I'll wait till the segment's over and just kind of tell you. <laughs> but it's she's going to get embarrassed either way. Yeah. Like, the whole thing would have stopped dead in its tracks. It would have. Yeah. yeah, it would have embarrassed him, but, everyone. And see, that's that's almost like for someone who's never done like a talk show or any kind of performance, you, it, it, this is a good thing to kind of show people that like, yeah. hey, if you get things going and you get this, game. And oh, you just yes. kind of get yes, this. Yes, 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 guys. Yeah, he is the ultimate yes ander. He's like, yes, my wife's dead and we make each other laugh. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, she's alive. Yes, we have a great marriage and we always keep that bond alive because we love each other for uh till end of time. Yes, like he's the ball's rolling. He knows it's bad improv to say no, but yeah. she's no longer living. She had a probably well, a painful death. that's a terrible death. improv, even if it's not real. <laughs> no. No, she's no longer living. Can you imagine? That's oh. a tough improv. That's, a t- that's not what you say. That's what we call a tough out in the business. <laughs> oh, God. But Martin Short seems like a class act. Kathy Lee. Uh, not yeah, a class act. Real peace. Uh, real she, peace. Seems, she seems oh, fun, man. No, her, she does seem fun. Her and Kelly Ripa... Listen. She seems like if she was your mom, you'd be constantly rolling your eyes like, Mom, stop it. Like when your friends are over. And she's like, no, it's fine as long as they're not driving. And they're, you know, like she's like that yeah. mom. Like, you want me to buy you guys beer? Yeah, it's totally cool. Like, just Still trying to be hot. Oh, my. Exactly. <laughs> and probably. Yeah, How I annoying mean, would it be if you had a mom that was still trying to be like hot? Yep. Not like yeah. attractive, but hot. Kelly Ripa pulls it off. Now, but I think yeah, she's more just naturally. Like, what seven or something? Yeah, she's more naturally good looking. Yeah, Cody. Cody's yeah, getting up there. Yeah, but she's also God. You want to know who could fucking take you? Her. Yeah, she could kick your ass and Conan's probably at once. Who? Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. She's pretty she's cut. Way too strong. Oh, she annoys Abs me steel. though. She's too aware of how hot she is. She's always po- <laughs> she's always posing and yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like God. Yeah, I saw up. some videos going viral of her leg crossing. I I couldn't click it, but. I, oh, so you couldn't watch that, but you could see the guy's face getting eaten off? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was it was because I was offended. I was like, I don't want to watch this crass piece of uh, media. 
No, you had to install some app. It was uh, for, on okay, Facebook. Okay, yeah, like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Let's get to the bottom of this. You I was like, better no, than it, no, I can it find was installation, and yeah. there are viruses that you could have right, gotten. Exactly. Yeah, I don't no, want to. Let's not be better than. I don't want to risk that for something that's not going to contain hardcore nudity. You know, I mean, come on, I'm not, I'm not crazy. Or, I'm not or out a of half-eaten man's face. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not want to see that. I'm glad. I, there's a couple of things I said no to. I didn't watch the guy getting beheaded, whatever that journalist was. Yeah. There was also like a, a more extreme version of uh, the two girls, one cup. There was like another one after that. Some I, I forget what it was called. I didn't watch that. So, you know, I normally draw the line, but I couldn't. I just – I was on the post and just scrolled down and kind of knew it was going to be there. Mm-hmm. But it was just – yeah, it was you just – one of those things you have to see for yourself. It was pure curiosity. How many people do you think are going to go as that guy for Halloween? Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean he's lucky He's lucky it didn't come it's closer to out. Halloween. Well, yeah, I guess we're – It's not oh, that far. Four I mean, months out. That's yeah, – yeah. I mean, The I mean, wheelhouse is and really – we know – if we know people, they start thinking about their costumes, those assholes, two months in advance. Yep. They plan them. Ugh. August, September, that's pretty, that's, that's the real wheelhouse, but. God, and they're gonna think they're so creative. <laughs> I might do that. It seems like an easy fix. Basically, you just get a mask, uh, just a normal Halloween mask of a guy. No, you will resemble the homeless guy. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, someone to, you have a little, like, little satchel of bath salts you carry around. You could have your friend with blood around his mouth growling at people. It's like a double costume. Logan. Yeah. I'll I'll be the cop. Yeah, exactly. I'll be the sexy cop. Oh, shit. Sexy cop about about to shoot Logan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sounds like a plan, guys. These, yeah, we we're really, talking we about these people like this. they're assholes, and then we're no, like, it's gonna wait, be us. wait, this is If perfect. you think we're not going to win a costume contest at Silver Lake Lounge this year, you have another thing coming, guys. Uh, it'll be so weird. I think we got it figured out. I think we got it figured out. All right, this was a um, – just, just in a lot of news here. feels good. This was a um, – basically a, a woman got angry, a uh, college student got angry about having her classes switched – and obviously, if you've, if you've been to college sometimes, it's a huge pain in the ass about getting classes dropped and added the whole – it's usually a whole rigmarole, uh, you know, not to get too technical. But this lady, <laughs> this woman <laughs> – That's the technical term in college, yeah. Exactly, rigmarole. She got pretty fired up and uh, decided to leave a uh, voicemail on her professor's uh, answering machine, which is – this is just the great thing about the internet. Before, these gems would just go and you'd never hear from them. Yeah. But now millions of people can in- enjoy just uh, someone kind of losing it. All right, so uh, take a listen. And I talked to you twice. My schedule's still not fixed. Now, I could see if I failed a class, but I did not fail no class. I got a C <laughs> out of my uh, medical law exit. You still got my shit on here on the goddamn computer about me going to this motherfucking class. I'm sorry to cuss you out, but I, fuck, I don't like my money to be fucking played with. <laughs> I don't get no fucking loan. I'll pay for Personally, my goddamn school. I love school my money to be played with. My shit better be straight when the fuck I get up in there month tomorrow, Tuesday. And I'm not playing with y'all motherfuckers up there, and I'm very serious about that. <laughs> I hate to get ugly with y'all, but y'all piss me the fuck off, and I mean this shit. And I'm not the type of person to be cussing like this, but when I'm paying for my school, <laughs> no. and you fucking with my money, and my goddamn gr- uh, school, and I know I passed the goddamn class, and you making me taking some bullshit for no motherfucker dumb shit, because your motherfucker damn substitute teacher fucked up my motherfuckers with tennis shit, you got me fucked up. You better get my shit straight. 
straight. And I'm not playing with y'all motherfuckers up there. When I come in there tomorrow, after I take my CPR class, I better have a new goddamn class to go to. Because, bitch, I passed this other goddamn class. I got a fucking C out of that. I got an A in mistake class. So now I'm going to tell you this. All the months I've been there, I ain't never had no goddamn problem with y'all motherfuckers. But this time, I do got a problem with y'all. When it comes to my money paying for something, I'm the one to be fucking play with. But it's coming out of my goddamn pocket. Now, if y'all want me to take this goddamn class, you going to pay for it because I'm not. Now, my shit better be straight when I come up there tomorrow and I'm not fucking playing with you. Bye. <laughs> Is this like a drug lord that decided to go back to no, college? No, literally, literally, it sounds like a scene from The Wire. It- would yeah. Stringer Bell? This is basically what I imagine would have happened if someone Stringer Bell, one of the uh, one of the like top lieutenants in the wire, he was also taking economic studies at like a junior college. Exactly, and someone <laughs> so screwed just, him over. Yeah, yeah I, I just, didn't know Baltimore Community College was so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all playing with my motherfucking money? So I'm uh, I'm imagining this is a woman, um, some sort of Asian woman, and. Uh, <laughs> They are very passionate about their education over there, and you can imagine she's probably an exchange student coming over here. English is not her first language, as you can tell by the grammar, and <laughs> she's just frustrated. You know, she uh, didn't fail no class. People like be fucking her money with her being, money. Yeah, you know, her, her ancestors came over here decades ago, built the railroads, hardworking people, and now this. The Asians built the railroads. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just they the did. Chinese. Ah, uh, whatever. I mean, oh yeah, they uh, Asians in general, they were very helpful. Now, wait, where'd you go to college, Shannon? UNC Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, okay. I didn't yes. even I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. University of North Carolina Wilmington. Yes. Okay. Now wait, is that uh so wait, it's like UNC Chapel Hill is like the main campus? Yes. Or how does it work? Um there are a bunch of different UNCs, but they're all different. It's not the They're not same. like connected. You don't have to get into Chapel Hill to go to Wilmington or anything like that. Oh, okay. Um, or yeah, yeah. In Wilmington's not as hard to get into as Chapel Hill. Now, I really just wanted to go there because I can't liked get, the city. Is it one of those <laughs> things where if you can't get directly to Chapel Hill, you go, you get into Wilmington for like a year and then transfer? No, because they have that in Texas. It's like satellite schools. No, anyway. it's not like that. <laughs> They're all different campuses. I don't know why they all get to call themselves UNC. They're not related, really, at all. Not really crazy no that is bizarre now what yeah. did you what'd you go to school for uh communication studies was the major creative writing minor oh, cool. okay yeah good times i went to uh what logan was talking about like i went to penn state for two years and it was, i got in there i almost went there that was almost the, yeah missed out the other one um and it was the same type of thing of like yeah there's different that satellite different. campuses and i and got into they... the main campus too oh look I at know. you we could have been out uh, of state we could have wow. been buddies we probably would have been yeah probably is that why it's you a big campus out of state Low um pricing? no like i just when i visited there i didn't love it i don't know i just i really just went to a place where i liked the town oh well, that <laughs> is, that's a good reason i guess it is I one guess. of those things like i was talking to my brother about this I feel like now I don't know how you change this, but we really go to college too early in our developmental stage. Like if somehow you just need to go to high school till you're 18, then work for like four years, experience a workforce. Yeah, really, yeah, unless you're one of the geniuses that really has your shit together. I agree with you. And Maybe then not four, but two, you know, have a couple years working where you actually appreciate learning because you go from learning, learning, learning to 
fucking learning again and you don't care and it doesn't stay you just yeah. you're just trying to get through it to get to the real world and you get to the real world you're like i don't like this either yeah right but oh, if you shit, already got, got to the real world yeah. and hated it then maybe you'd appreciate fucking college no that, i like and, this theory and, and it's one too. of those things of like right now if you said hey sean for the next four years, you're just going to read, you're going to learn, you're going to find a discipline, you're going to do – and I mean I, I, I still did well in college, but I feel like I could have even gotten so much more out of it if it would have happened like four years later when I'm a little like, okay, got a little drinking yeah, no, out of my system, exactly. chasing I mean, women or in whatever. In college, just, all I wanted to do was get away with the bare minimum. What can I get away with not reading? Yeah, like, exactly. Everything yeah. just about – now I would <laughs> actually probably read some things. No, now I sound like such an old a funny daddy of like, ah, I just wish I had an afternoon free so I could catch up on a good book. Like, you know? if you could, hear, oh my god, you would kick your own ass if <laughs> you could have met yourself back then. I know, but now it's like, oh man, you just. Oh, you can just have your brain stimulated and have cool conversations and you have life experiences that make the conversations more relevant instead of just talking out your ass in these like theoreticals of like, you know, like communism. It's like, yeah, just people get together like that could work. And then, you know, you go in the real world and like, oh, wait, that's completely contradictory to human nature. That would never work. You would have people that actually like, oh, yeah, I mean, obviously the government can provide some social services, but we're not just going to live in this crazy utopia where it's like, hey, give peace a chance. Like you you come with like some Like my sort breathing of- seminar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, can't right. all, we can't all be in a breathing seminar at all times, guys. Yeah, I know. It's hard to squeeze in a breathing seminar during the real world. But if you had that chance during like, yeah, in college, like 24 to 28 or like. Even just like 22 to 26 would be a good window where you're at least, uh, you know, out of high school. Like you should be legally drinking for like two, three years and then go to college. Yeah. I feel like that would be fine. I don't well, know. Most would... people are legal. Well, well, they're drinking for two to three years before they go to college. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I mean, part of it is like or underage and it's a thrill. But like if you've been drinking legally for three, four years, it's – it's not quite as like taboo or glorified or interesting. It's just like no, it's boring. Hey, dude, it's like oh, this is what it is. Yeah, we're twenty five. You know, it, it's cool to have ambition. You know, later on in your twenties, early on in your twenties, it's like yo, you care about stuff. That's that's gay. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe it's just the people I hung out with. But <laughs> no, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> Except, uh, anyway, I still kind of feel that way, though. Yeah. Oh, you care about stuff. That's gay. <laughs> well, you make your decisions based on like, oh, this is a cool town, you know, or right. or this is this is, school's good at football. I'll go here. Yeah. I'll be honest though. Would it have mattered? Like, if I went to any other college, I still came here to pursue stand up. Right, it right. does. I would still be working at a pet store right now. Yeah, it exactly. doesn't matter what <laughs> all, my degrees in. All, uh, you know, all roads lead to the pet store. All roads lead to pet store, guys. <laughs> but I'm just saying, intellectually, when in pet store for me, you I should have gone to a film school. But you would have. I think you would have absorbed more if you would have been. Oh, I even think just I like absorbed, a, especially no, your humanity <laughs> stuff. Right? You were so enthusiastic. But what's the point? I'm not using any of it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. part and of I it don't is. Want to. Part I mean, of that's my choice. I but, had a real job. But part of it is just learning and, you know, stimulating your brain. You know, that that serves you to some degree. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, if you think humanities are a complete waste of time and you never want to learn anything, then yeah. I mean, then 
college in general is probably a complete waste of time. But I think like the humanities of just like you know, creative writing or I mean, I'm not saying it was a waste of time. I'm saying it really choosing a school like at 18 based on I like the city. Yeah. As dumb as it sounds, it really wouldn't have mattered had I had a degree from Penn State or Chapel sure, Hill sure, or whatever. Sure, right. I still probably would be in Los Angeles at a pet store. Sure. Right. I'm just saying to you about your dog's diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I have name. some questions about that. After, <laughs> Absolutely. After we'll get to that after the show. He does have he occasionally loose stool, but he's a good boy. Anyway, I'll bring you some pumpkin stuff. I, I would, I want to know what that pumpkin stuff is. It's like fiber for dogs. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. You I mean, can well, get it at the grocery store uh, too. Can like, I mix some up in my food as well? <laughs> are you a dog? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. My dog has, I, my mom sends my dog all these like giant sacks of dog treats, like delicious looking pieces of jerky and meatballs, and he's really living the life. Yeah, look he's at him. He's chilling right now. Yeah, he's just enjoying my bed. All right, so anyway, we're talking, I went to Penn <laughs> State, and uh, so there was a whole Joe Paterno scandal. I, I've aired my opinions many times. Um, but uh, as it as it may, with uh, many of Fallen Heroes, there are uh, tribute songs. So this was a, uh, you know, I, I'm guessing he's not coming off a major label, but he put out a tribute song memorializing uh, Joe Paterno. So uh, I thought it was worth uh, taking a listen. The evil that was told to him, he hardly understood reported it to his superiors like he knew he should what happened after that he really never knew you don't tell your superior what to do years later it all came back and he was given the blame not doing something more than he was put to shame. Instead of going out with honor that his good name had earned, for years of service and giving, his image they tried to burn. How could he be wrong? <laughs> oh my I think you get it. But basically, <laughs> where did you find that? Um, the web. Uh, say Deadspin. It's a sports oh, yeah, blog, yeah, yeah. so they get a lot of uh, these kind of, you know, quirky news stories and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess there's a, there's been a number of uh, Joe Paternity tribute songs. Um, where to start? There. Here's the thing: the song's bad, but in terms of country Beam. songs that defend people who helped cover up pedophilia scandals, I feel like it's pretty good. Pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, out of that, you're right. That One of the best I've heard it's today. Called, it's called uh, niche genre, or niche genre, I don't know. I don't know how you prefer to pronounce it, but as far as, uh, yeah, finding a specific window, and uh, <laughs> I love just the clumsy... Not even any making any attempt to rhyme or Rhyming sing. burn with burn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would earn. I like how he's like, you don't tell your superior what to do. Um, no, this, <laughs> yeah, this doesn't apply here. When there's a legal activity and people being hurt, like, yeah. eh, you know. Yeah. 
baby. <laughs> no, you don't have to tell the superior what to do. Why don't you tell someone else what's happening and then they can tell the superior. How about you notice nothing happened and uh, you tell the cops? Yeah, I mean, there's a uh, there's a number of ways he could have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've gone on many a tirade, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing. When you're made aware of someone abusing a child, it's a pretty simple thing. You you owe it to that child and to anyone that he's potentially going to injure as well to actually do solid things about it. And yeah, you know, maybe he did report it to the athletic director, also um, connected to the local police department, whatever. Uh, he... Uh, I mean, the um, fucking uh, Jerry Sandusky lost his job right after that. So it was painfully obvious that he was aware that something happened. Because Jerry Sandusky leading up to that was basically the second guy in command. He was going to take over when Joe Paterno um, eventually retired. Then it came out in 98, this whole thing. Then all of a sudden, 99, he was immediately kind of like, oh, you're not go, you're not going to be the next in line. Uh, you have to retire. Kind of just like pushed out of the way. I mean, he definitely knew something was going on. And more and more stuff is coming out about that. Like, uh, Tim Curley, the athletic director, there's, um, sources that are quoting him as saying, uh, I guess someone came up to him and they're like, wow, I'm really surprised Jerry Sandusky isn't going to be the next in line for the, uh, Penn State football coach uh, position that's really weird that he retired or is being like, oh, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's not going to be the coach for a very good reason. And that was like 1998. So, I mean, there's plenty and plenty of evidence. I'm tired of arguing with people on Facebook or blog posts. <laughs> <laughs> he did all he could, man. What's he supposed to do? Um, he is the most powerful person at the university in that city. You make things happen, all right? I'm not a powerful guy, but I'm in my own little world, I make things happen, all right? Whether it's, you know, making sure the comedy garage goes off, or it's getting the keg for the pool party, setting up a podcast, whatever it is, in my own little world where I have power, at the end of the day, and my responsibilities, you make things happen. If someone at a comedy garage was fucking a kid, and I was made aware of it, I would make sure that someone took care of that. I would make sure that I would not stop until I was pretty sure that it was taken care of. <laughs> Uh, we got and a you comedy would not grant. give that spot again to this guy for at least another well, year. He did would he... not be performing on your show. <laughs> did he have TV credits? Because, I mean, exactly. that's kind of what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, depends. I mean, hey, listen, some Jesus juice. Uh, listen, it, I mean, <laughs> listen, he can do it. You can get away with hooking up with kids, but... I love that it's hooking up with kids. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't want to... hooks up with kids. <laughs> Graphically take up. advantage of them in a sexual manner. I don't know. Butt rape did not have a great ring to it. Sorry, Shannon. That's okay. Okay, we'll get, uh, we'll touch on one more. <laughs> wow. Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> we'll touch on one more story here. And this is, uh, some comic book news. Up, out, and away. DC Comics has officially announced Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern, is back as the latest gay superhero. Rebooted as a younger version of his Golden Age counterpart as part of DC's ongoing relaunch of superhero titles, Scott's sexuality won't be a prominent storyline. Writer James Robinson told the New York Post, quote, He's very much the character he was. He's still the pinnacle of bravery and idealism. He's also gay. <laughs> Robinson wanted to show gays, quote, in a positive light for people who might be a little more small-minded. No doubt he was referencing anti-gay groups like One Million Moms who protested the announcement. 
With characters from Archie to Marvel having come out this past year, it's not hard to imagine others leaving the closet soon. <laughs> That's I mean, pretty badass. I mean, here's the thing. If if it's not a prominent storyline, why do you have to... No, no. It's I, for it money makes no and, sense. No, it's for press. Yes. It's for this story. Hey, we're talking about it, Logan. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. In my mind, every superhero is gay. If you have abs and wear tight clothing, or just if you have an outfit, in my mind, I'm already kind of like, oh, that's kind of a gay guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, the majority- Except Batman. Except. This is like the woman who <laughs> yeah. wrote uh, Harry Potter saying one of the wizards was gay, but then it never mattered. They never mentioned it in any of the movies. Right. They well, just, all just like- wizards are gay. <laughs> Again, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I I heard there was a there was someone in the Harry Potter uh, series that was gay. It was the reader. <laughs> oh, I like hey, that. Anytime you can crowbar an old joke from the act in, I'm uh, down to do it. All right, Logan, you want to wrap things up with a haiku? Let's do it. Rice cup needs to breathe. Sean is a fuddy-duddy. Dade County face-off. <laughs> nice work, Logan. All right, uh, Shannon, thank you very much for coming on the thank program. Thank you for having me. Where can, uh, where can people check you out online? Uh, follow me on Twitter. My name is Cheez-It-Slut. That's, uh, oh yeah, che- C-H-E-Z-I-T. No hyphen. If you can't spell Cheez-It, then, you know, don't follow me. You don't, you don't deserve <laughs> the follow. You really, yeah. Of Shannon Hatch. Well, appreciate it. Shannon, really funny as always. And, uh, speaking of the aforementioned Comedy Garage, next one is gonna be June 16th at Rafa's Lounge in Echo Park. Make sure you check that out. Thank you everyone for listening to the Green Room. We do it live here every week on ShantiGreen.com. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Log on to SeanTGreen.com to access archive episodes and follow the show on Twitter at Green Room Show. Her like that's my queen Cause he thought that he could move